Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, yo. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Live from the city by the bay, baby, San Francisco, California. My name is Pedro Fernandez. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside. Look at the world of... Boxing and MMA. We're talking, of course, boxing in this first hour, and I'm going to go through the best fighters, top 10 in history, a pound for pound, baby. I'm going to break it down for you who and why. And as far as the time matter, the uh, the eras are concerned, I'm going to combine all the eras. It's sort of hard to do, but I will do that today on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You can weigh in on that or any other matter you want to regarding combat sports. The phone lines are yours. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 7529. Of course, the guilt free text line. Yeah, the text line is hot and happening. 415 275 1613. That's 415 275 1613. We'll talk about the HBO card, of course, last night. You know what? HBO Boxing, not only have they pulled the investment, they pulled their, their mojo. HBO Boxing doesn't have that mojo anymore. I mean, it used to command your attention if you were a boxing fan. Not anymore. Sort of sad, isn't it? Of course, the heavyweight champion of cable. No longer the heavyweight champion of cable. I think Showtime has assumed that position as far as the holding of thrones concerns. Once again, phone lines are open around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Check it out. This is Malo. And Malo, Richard Bean is singing the song. It's called Suavecito. And last year in Valentine's Day, I introduced him and his band. Uh, they were great, man. They were incredible. Of course, but Malo was in San Jose, so he's playing with Sapo in Redwood City. The bottom line is, this is Richard Bean with Malo. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. 
Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Oh, when you do bad, he'll talk about you. Muhammad, he's looking bad. Ken Norton just hit him in the jaw. I wonder if he broke that same jaw. <laughs> Angelo, ask Muhammad, is his jaw broke? I'm in the rain, rain. What can I say? The greatest of all time, no doubt about that. But is he in the top 10 pound for pound list of fighters? Number one, let's go through the the top, let's go through the top, how about the top 30? Let's go through the top 30 fighters pound for pound. And I'm just going to run off some names here, okay? Um, Floyd Mayweather, Sugar Ray Robinson, Archie Moore, Manny Pacquiao, Bernard Hopkins, uh, Muhammad Ali, Joe Lewis, Julio Cesar Chavez, Evander Holyfield, Sam Langford, Roy Jones, Vladimir Klitschko, Harry Wills, Roberto Duran, Oscar De La Hoya, Tommy Ryan, Harry Greb, uh, Azuma Nelson. Hmm, Azuma Nelson. Okay, Jose Napolis, and of course, Emil Griffin. Now, we'll go to the second 40. Carlos Mazzone, second 20. Carlos Mazzone, Carlos Ortiz, Double J, Jack Johnson, Mickey Walker, Marvin Hagler, Tommy Hearns, Joe Gans, Benny Leonard, Tony Canizari, and of course, Juan Manuel Marquez. That tops out the top 30, according to BoxRec.com. And according to them, they do these ratings according to computer stats. So we'll go with their computer stats just for a minute. Ten, the, the, the top 10 pound-for-pound fighters in my mind, right away, I'm going to go with number 10, Jack Johnson. No doubt about it. I mean, the world heavyweight champion at a time where he was just killing people. I mean, Jack Johnson was just mowing people down. It was amazing, his record, 71-11, and 11, 11 draws. You know, back in the days, they had draws because they were politically correct. 
that's just the way it was. I mean, 56 and 11, 36 KOs was stopped six times. Of course, the former world heavyweight champion challenged all kinds of race barriers. He used to wear his um his trunks to the point where he would wear his penis outside of his trunks. So, I mean, in other words, outside of his cup where you could see it. Anyway, when he was training, he did this to to try to intimidate other people as far as the media was concerned because, you know, they were all, like, freaked out. There was a black heavyweight champion. He was proud of being black, and that just wasn't, wasn't, wasn't too cool. So Jack Johnson, number 10, no doubt about that in my mind, pound for pound. Now, number nine, we go to number nine, and I talk Julio Cesar Chavez. That's right, 107 wins, six losses, two draws. Say what you want about him. He may have been a spoiled brat, but I watched him get put in the spot back in the 90s. I remember... Uh, uh, Marsha King, the owner of King's Gym, the now deceased owner of King's Gym, with Charles King, he's still running the gym, over in Oakland, California. Julio was there promoting a fight, and uh, they were to shoot some videos, this kind of stuff. So Julio was just there to shoot some videos, take some pictures, and he spit on the floor. Oh, it wasn't cool. Marsha went and made him clean it up. 107 wins, six losses, stopped four times, 86 KOs. Of course, a lot of political shenanigans regarding his career is concerned, but regardless of the political shenanigans, pound for pound, Julio Cesar Chavez, in my mind, is number nine. Number eight, Evander Holyfield, 44-10-2. Of course, the former world heavyweight champion, the former undisputed cruiserweight champion, 44-10, 29 KOs, stopped two times in his career, of course, winner in his last fight back in 2011. Thank God he retired. How old old was he then, like 90? But he didn't look 90. Of course, that was the... Through the, uh, through the uh, how can I put this, Flintstone Vitamins. I mean, we knew that. Remember he had that, that steroid delivery to his house? It was, it was delivered to Evan Fields. It was steroids from the Signature Pharmacy, I think, down there in Florida. But it was delivered to his house, Evan Fields. It was steroids. And the Federal Express guy took a picture with Evander Holyfield. So let's take a picture, champ. So they took a picture together. Evander Holyfield popped on steroids, I think, uh, at least more than, on more than one occasion, but one occasion, definitely, no doubt about that. And let's be honest, he was sculpted. No, I mean, he was sculpted when I met him in 1984. He was a sculpted 178-pounder. He was lean. He was mean. He was a, he was a kid that, how can I put this, he was so quiet. He was so unimposing. I never thought that he would come on and, and just, he would be the guy that just that, that starch Mike Tyson the way he did, just beat Mike Tyson up one time but twice. But then again, Mike Tyson was shut down at the Olympic training camp in 1984 by Michael Nunn, then a 165-pounder. Of course, they were vying to go to the Olympics. Tyson didn't make it to the Olympics. He lost to Henry Tillman. But man, oh man, they went. They almost went down in the hot tub. There's a hot tub at the training center there in Colorado Springs. And Michael Nunn and Mike Tyson were capping back and forth, you know, like this and that, this and that, this and that. And then Mike said something like, your mama's a hoe or something like that. And Michael Nunn didn't dig that at all. He got up and walked across the hot tub and said, MF! Get your butt up. And Mike didn't want to get up. So right then and there, I sort of knew that, you know, Mike wasn't the most ballsy guy in the entire world, be it the world heavyweight champion or not. Now, if I put Mr. Holyfield at number nine at number eight, what does that mean I have to do with Mike Tyson? Mm, Probably not going to put Mike Tyson in the top ten. Going to move on from there. Wow. How can you do that? Wow, wow, wow. Number seven, Joe Lewis, 66 and three. No doubt about it. For his time, I mean, he just mowed through everybody. The Brown Bombers say what you want. Bum of the Month Club. I don't know. The bottom line is, born Joseph Lewis Barrow, the Brown Bomber, back in 1914. Bad dude. Met him, of course, when he was at the, the tail end of his career, and tail end of his career, tail end of his life, like in 1979 and 1980. He was reduced to a wheelchair at that point in time, and I think he died 
1981, the night after Larry Holmes beat Trevor Burbick, I think it was Trevor Burbick, for the, uh, for the WBC heavyweight title in the title offense. But Joe Lewis coming in at number seven here, no doubt about it, pound for pound. He had a lot of skills. And, you know, I mean, the ability to jab, he could hook off the jab. I mean, Joe had a good right hand. And, of course, Joe took a decent punch as well. But all in all, you got to put Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis in anybody's top 10 pound for pound as far as, as fighters are concerned. No doubt about that. Where do I put Rocky Marciano? Ah! Rocky Marciano's not in the top 10 pound for pound. Not in my list. I don't care if he retired at 49 and 0. I don't care if he knocked out Joe Lewis in the eighth round. He knocked out a, like a 38-year-old Joe Lewis. And when Joe Lewis was 38, I mean, he was 38 going on 90. I mean, that dude looked old. I mean, like ancient, like beyond, like they wheeled him up. To, they got him to the ring like in a wheelchair and like stood him up. Woo! Pretty old Joe Lewis and I stopped in the eighth round, knocked out of the ring by Rocky Marciano. But Marciano, not in the top 10 pound for pound, not in my book. Number six, Carlos Monzon, the former world middleweight champion. In my mind, man, he was a he was a bad, bad dude. Of course, not a good guy outside of the ring. And, and I'm not going to do good guys inside and good guys out. I'm not going to go through that, okay? And I'm just going to tell you like this. Monzon was an amazing middleweight, no doubt about that. Of course, Richie Jones, the, the historian down there, Sin City Richie in Las Vegas. Um, he, he thinks of Monzon, pound for pound, but maybe one of the best, the best ever. Carlos Roche Monzon, born in 1942, died in 1995. He fell off. No, no. He got killed in a car accident. That's what it was. He got killed in a car accident. But he had bad karma because he had killed his girlfriend. He had killed his girlfriend. He threw her off a balcony about two years earlier, and they had him on some type of some prison thing where he was off on the weekends. He got to go home on the weekends to see girls. And he had a girl in the car, and he got in a car accident, and he died. So karma onto him. But that is number six as far as pound for pound. Now, the next five we'll do in the next segment. Of course, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Number 10 through number six, you got it. They're pound for pound here on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Agree, disagree, weigh in, you can, via the toll-free, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 7529 or 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 hit the guilt free text line 415-275-1613 that's 415-275-1613 if my memory serves me correct this is blue magic to the break trouble speaking Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back.
back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a fifteen hundred dollar coupon towards the purchase of a new vantage walk-in bath your aches and pains can be washed away call right now for a risk-free quote 800-552-6851 800-552-6851 that's 800-552-6851 Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Thank you, Pedro. You going to run tomorrow? I'll be running. You going to run tomorrow morning? Yeah, 5.30. Sunday. I'm leaving tomorrow at 10. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, babe. Right. Okay. Ew! Baby! Give it up. Turn it loose. Godfather of Soul, J.B. James Brown. Saw him in his declining years. He still rocked, no doubt about that. Man, Ray Charles and him. Well, back to Carlos Monzon. The record on Monzon, 87 and 3, 9 draws and 59 KOs. Again, I'm very suspicious of the um of all those uh <laughs> I'm sorry, of all those draws. When you have nine draws, man, and you're an outstanding fighter, I'm sort of thinking that something might be just a little bit suspicious. Anyway, that's just my opinion. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, and MMA, and I'm trying to hook up the, the record right now of Alfredo Gomez, but back to Monzone, 87-3. and three. Of course, he is the guy that Richie, historian Sin City Richie thinks is the best fighter pound for pound in the history of boxing. Good luck on that one, but I tell you, Monzone was something to watch. Of course, in his in the last couple of fights when he struggled, that wasn't too pretty, but I, I really got to give him a whole lot of props because as a fighter, inside the ring, he took care of business. Outside of the ring, he was a there's just no doubt about it. I mean, he just was. I mean, some guys are good guys, and you find this out. I mean, Jack Fisk, Jacob Finkelstein, born Jacob Finkelstein, I believe, in 1917 in New York City. 
But he told me, he said, you know, don't fall in love with a fighter. I said, what do you mean don't fall in love with him? He goes, just cover him. Don't fall in love with him. He goes, because when you fall in love with him, you know, and you sort of like get intimately involved. I mean, intimately involved. What do you mean by that, Dak? What do you mean by that? You know, you know, you, they, you become their friends and this and that. Well, you really can't cover them from a boxer's point of view, and that sort of disrupts your mind as far as, you know, being able to, to predict fights and ride on fights and this and that. You can have a relationship with guys, but, you know, don't get too close with guys because it's hard to be objective and right as a journalist as I was back in the day. Anyway, Ray Leonard and I running back when I was in shape. That was that little clip coming back. We were running, and I think we were in Florida. Was that West Palm Beach? I think we were in West Palm Beach, Florida, back in 1989, running together. That's when I kept with Ray for like two and a half miles. And then that last half mile, he sprinted like a racehorse, man. And I was sprinting too, but it was like it was like secretary against, against a rental horse at the beach, man. It just wasn't pretty. Number six, pound for pound. I'm talking about Wilfredo Gomez, 44-3, and three, 42 knockouts, Three knockouts, three of his losses, all by knockout. Of course, wow, the 122-pound champion. That's where I rate him, at 122. He was unbeaten. He was a monster. He knocked everybody out. He knocked out the defending world bantamweight champion at the time, Carlos Zarate, who was fighting the 118 pounds, moved up to 122 to have this Mexico versus Puerto Rico battle, one of the great Mexican versus Puerto Rico battles of the of that era. There's just no doubt about it. But he slaughtered Zarate. I mean, just, he slaughters Zarate. Of course, he was slaughtered by Salvador Sanchez. Wow, Salvador Sanchez. Okay, speaking of number five, <laughs> number five, no doubt about that, Ray Charles Leonard. Why do I say that? Think about what Ray had to do as far as boxing was concerned. He won the welterweight championship. He beat Wilfredo Benitez, Wilfred Benitez. Call him what you want, okay? Hall of Famer, no doubt about that. Pound for pound, a fighter that won the first championship of his life, I believe, at the age of 17. And, of course, he's brain damaged now, really, really bad brain damage. But he won his first title at 17, won the WBC welterweight title when uh, when he beat Carlos Palomino. He won the WBC super welterweight title, 154, knocking out Maurice Hope with one punch where he knocked out Maurice's tooth. So Benitez, no doubt about it. I mean, he was a formidable foe, but he wasn't in shape. He didn't train for Leonard. Not that he was going to beat Leonard, and that's what I think. I think a lot of these guys that, that don't train for fights know they're not going to win anyway, even if they put in their best camp. So they just bothered not to put in a camp, just make weight. Anyway, Benita said he only trained a couple of weeks for that one. But Sugar Ray Leonard, man, what can you say about Ray Leonard? We'll get to that in just a minute. Back to Gomez, 44-3. and three. That loss to Sanchez, I was there. It was stunning, no doubt about it. I mean, holy cow. He came in, he was like, 33 and 0 with 33 knockouts and it was like he was a he was like a monster at 122 but what happened was Gomez struggled on that day in 1981 1982 to make the weight and what I mean by making the weight is um he came in 130 pounds the fight was 126 they're weighing him on the same day it's eight o'clock in the morning the guy weighs in at 130 he never weighed 126 for the fight they ended up letting it go after a while but he was done as far as making the weight was concerned that had strained him to the point where he was just Depleted, but according to Paco Varcos, so of course he's the uh, president of the World Boxing Organization. I want to talk about that a little bit later. But he um, he told me that when he Gomez went to bed that night, Gomez went to bed at weight. Gomez went to bed 126 pounds. He was at weight, so he expected him in the morning to be like 125 and three quarters, 125 and a half. Okay, when he weighed on 130, you know everybody in the Gomez camp, their eyes lit up like crazy. What the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? What the hell was going on was. Your guy cheated in the middle of the night and drank a lot of water. Just, I guess he couldn't help himself, but he drank a lot of water, and it cost him, of course, getting knocked out by Sanchez. Never got the rematch with Sanchez. 
But, you know, Salvador, what can I say, one of the greatest fighters of all time. But his career was cut short. And why do I say that? Of course, the, the, uh, the automobile accident what was he's like 40 and one, lost that one fight to like a prelim type of guy, 44 and one, a draw, never stopped, 32 KOs. I mean, you got to put him right along Gomez. Now, when I say five and five A, as far as Gomez is concerned, I got to go with that. I got to go with him five and five A because Sanchez, although he beat him in that one fight, they never came back and fought again because Sanchez would die in a car accident. Of course, Sanchez, how did he die? He died. He got hit by a, he got, he hit a chicken truck. There was a truck full of truck, uh, a truck, a truck full of chickens on a Mexican highway. And he was out getting some tail. In other words, he's out having un, un, uh, kind of put this unsponsored sex by, you know, his training company. They didn't know he was out having, getting late. They didn't know he was out doing that. They had no idea. They thought he was in, locked up in his little room and training camp, but he wasn't. He was out playing. So he's, he's trying to rush back, and he's, like, doing 90 miles an hour in this car. I think it was a Porsche or a car. I think it was a Porsche. He's doing, like, 90 miles per hour, and he ran right into the back of a chicken truck. So some chickens died, and Salvador Sanchez died on that day, and that was in 1982. So I saw him fight Gomez in 1981. He died in August of 1982, August 12th to be exact. Of course, man, his debut in 1975, nobody really thought this guy was going to be, like, a stellar fighter, that he was going to be a great fighter in this net. But, you know, he... He, he kept winning, and he just kept winning. That one guy who he lost to, Antonio Beccar, I mean, that's his, like, claim to fame. I beat, I'm the only guy that ever beat Salvador Sanchez. When was that? Back in, like, 77, 78, I kid you not. That's how good Sanchez was. Lost one time, learned from it, and never lost again. And when he picked apart Gomez, when he took those shots from Gomez in the first round, because Gomez came out to throw, when he took those shots from Gomez in the first round, that proved that, you know, his medal. He was not going anywhere. He was there to win. He was not some Mexican skinny guy that was going to get blown out by Car- like Carlos Zarate. No, no, not the great Salvador Sanchez. But if Salvador Sanchez, 44-1, and 32 KOs, 5A and 5B, him and Gomez together as far as that Rose rating is concerned. Sugar Ray Leonard, man, you got to put Ray in there. As I said, number four, pound for pound, Ray did it all. What didn't Ray do? I mean, people knock Ray. I can't believe that people want to knock Ray as much as they do. But they do. They knock him. And I don't understand why. I don't. I mean, as I said, the welterweight championship, he won that, beating a Hall of Famer in, in, in Wilfred Benitez. Of course, uh, he also beat Roberto Duran at 147. Of course, that was a bit suspicious in a no-moss type of fight because Duran wasn't in shape. And Duran said, you know, I had enough. You're trying to make a fool out of me instead of beating me uh, in a, like a man. So Duran said, no moss, and then he figured that Ray Leonard would give him another fight. Yeah, Ray did, like 10 years later, I kid you not. Ray, in my mind, his um, being scared of Roberto Duran was just as, as, as he didn't want to get Duran back. It wasn't a payback type of thing where I'm just going to, I'm, I'm pissed off because, you know, you quit in that fight and made me look bad. No, no, it wasn't that. I think that deep down in his heart, Ray Leonard, after that beating he took June 20th, 1980, the 15-round decision he lost, unanimous, across the board up there in Montreal, the brawl of Montreal, baby. Yeah, Ray never, ever, ever recovered psychologically from that. In other words, he came on, he was able to beat Hagler and guys like that. He beat Tommy uh, a couple of times, but uh, a draw and, and a win. But when it came to Roberto Duran, he wanted no part of Roberto Duran as far as Roberto Duran's in shape was concerned. Number three, the great Archie Moore. Whoa, Archie Moore. That's right, I have a three and a 3A here. Archie Moore, 186 wins. 186 wins. I don't know if I, I came in contact a couple times with Archie Moore. And he was, you know, retired and obviously retired. But um, he was, I don't want to say negative things about him. He was a different guy. He was a different type of guy. He didn't like shaking people's hands. He was the original 
Obama bump guy. He told me that. I said, why do you bump people's fists? He goes, because you never know where their hands been, son. I said, oh, okay. He told me that in like 1992 when I met him at the Hall of Fame up there in uh, Canada, New York. But that was the same event in which I sort of got into a little bit of trouble when I said to Bob Foster, I told Bob Foster that Marchie Moore was in the other room. Who would win? He said, Bob, Marchie Moore couldn't hit me in the ass with a ping pong paddle or a tennis racket. And then I went and told Archie that, and Archie wanted to fight him right then and there. And then I had to pull, oh, man, that was a bad, bad scene. Anyway, Archie Moore, no doubt about it, pound for pound, one of the greats of all time, 186 wins, 23 losses, stopped seven times, 132 knockouts. Here's a guy that they wouldn't let fight for the world championship until he was like, I think he was 38 years old. He was 38 when he got his title shot. 38 years old. You got to be kidding me. (laughs) No way. Number three. We just talked number three. Number two, Muhammad Ali. That's right. The great Muhammad Ali, 56 and 5. He died, of course, a year ago. Old age, baby. Old age and the fact that his body was a, a punching bag, you know, for, for, for a significant portion of his life. Because after he came back from that draft-induced exile, came back in 1970, I believe, against Jerry Corey in Atlanta, GA, stopped Corey on cuts in three rounds. But from that point forward, he was fighting without his legs. and He was fighting on brain, skill, and guts. He never really could bounce around and do his thing like he did before the Draft-induced exile. Cassius Marcellus Clay, that was, that's, that was his name when he was born, January 17th, 1942. Um, died at the age of 74 back in uh, June of 2016. What can I say about the greatest? The greatest man I've ever met in my life, 56 and 5, stopped one time. Of course, Larry Holmes, I was there. I was in tears June, October 2nd, 1980. It was a day that was one of the saddest days of my life. I remember going back to my hotel room and just being a mess that night. There was no party that night. No, no, not for Pedro Fernandez. 56 and 5, even though I knew Holmes was probably going to whump on him because of the fact that Larry was so young and so talented. And Larry had been whooping on him in training camps before. 56 and 5, 37 KOs. we got a couple fighters left here. Only two, as far as the pound for pound list is concerned. So where is Floyd Mayweather? We'll talk about that after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the guilt-free text line. The text line is happening. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You tune to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. Bulldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pool cues and accessories in the industry, Bulldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99, including to APOs, and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. And be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout for a 5% discount on your order. Give them a call at 866-843-3249 and sign up for a free catalog or go to Pooldog.com. That's Pooldog.com. Pedro Fernandez here. You might know me as the host of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but this time I'm here to talk about that four-letter word everybody dreads, pain. If you have back pain or knee pain like I do, hey, you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. 
I'm talking about if Medicare is your primary medical insurance, guess what? You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge. Anything to help me with the pain, hey, it makes it more manageable, gets my attention, folks. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for your back, ankle, knee, or shoulder, guess what? Give the Health Alert Hotline a call toll-free, 1-800-428-1570, 1-800-428-1570. You can qualify for a back or knee brace or a shoulder brace for little or no charge, 1-800-428-1570, the Health Alert Hotline, 1-800-428-1570. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone in just a few days. So if you have knee pain back pain and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. And I just wanted to be... Um, respected for my era to be mentioned in the name of Ray Robinson and Marvin Hagler and, and, and Ray Leonard and to be mentioned in the top four and the top five. Wherever you put me at, wherever history put me at, I am grateful and humbled to be there. Bragging? Nah, never bragging when you're telling the truth. That's what my mother said. Bottom line is we're talking pound for pound, the best boxers of all time. Of course, we just ran down the top eight, per se. Now, at number two, of course, we come in with Sugar Ray Robinson, the great Ray Robinson, born Walker Smith. I met him in 1984. I spent some time with him, interviewed him for Flash Magazine, I think, in Boxing Update. Did a uh, interview, I think that was in publishing the Tony Lopez John John Molina boxing program, of course, that world championship fight, that IBF lightweight title, IBF junior lightweight title fight up in Sacramento that drew like, like in a record crowd. Man, those 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 crowds that Tony put together up there in Sacramento, they were just amazing at the old Arco Arena. Of course, the arena's been torn down. There was one Arco Arena that Tony fought in. I think that was his only loss in the second Arco Arena. Of course, that was the place where Tony sort of made his his medal, per se. He fought uh, Mara Merrill Piaz, and they made like, fortune it was a it was a state record as far as purses were concerned. i take it back as far as attendance and money in the in the bank was concerned for a long long time i think until shane mosley and oscar de la hoya broke that record back around 
I guess 2000, somewhere around. Oh, God, my years, they go back. Anyway, we're talking pound for pound fighters. Number two, Sugar Ray Robinson. Born Walker Smith, of course. 1921, he was born. Man, bad dude, no doubt about that. Died in 1989. When I saw him in 1984, he was still lucid. He had great memories still. Um, I didn't push him on too many things. He didn't have any difficult re- difficulty um, responding to questions, be it hard or tough or dates. And if he didn't remember something, this and that, you sort of got the impression he didn't, he, 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 or he would say he didn't recall it, and then you just moved on. I mean, nobody's that, nobody can remember everything in their career, an illustrious career in life like the man born Walker Smith Jr. Of course, Ray Robinson, 174 wins, 19 losses, 109 KOs. He was stopped one time. And, you know, I remember being with Jake LaMotta. I think Jake is still alive. Jake LaMotta, of course, the oldest living world champion as I speak. But Jake LaMotta, he and I were together, uh, I guess, about 1990, 1995, something like that, for Tony Holden Sports up there in uh, Reno, Nevada, with Mills Lane, back when Mills was still rocking. And I said to him, I said, you know, was Ray Robinson the best fighter ever? Ah, he wasn't the best fighter ever. Then I asked Harmon Basile, hey, was Ray Robinson the best fighter ever? Ah, he wasn't the best fighter ever. I beat him. How could I beat him and be the best fighter ever? Of course, Carmen Basile is the guy that spanked me on the radio for trying to sing him happy birthday one time. Hey, uh, son, yeah, what, what'd you do with the money? The money, son? The, mo- the money, Carl? Uh, the money, the money, sir? He goes, yeah, the money your mother gave your singing lessons because you can't sing a lick. Okay, that's the thank you you get for singing somebody happy birthday on the radio. So I never did it again. I learned, live and learn. Like, you don't sing happy birthday. You'll sing on the radio. You don't bring pets on the radio. And you don't work with children on the radio too often or in television because when you do, things are very unpredictable. But Ray Robinson, what can you say about that? He, uh, let's just talk about his Golden Glove career. Of course, started in 1938. I think he turned pro in 1940. But he started in 1938. Of course, he was in the sub-novice division at 118 pounds, which is bantamweight. Won his first two fights, a knockout and a points win. And of course, these were three-round fights. Then he lost in the, his third fight. He was uh, just eliminated on points who got by, by a guy named Pasquale Pesca. Yeah, a little historian name there. But he won the, the 1939 featherweight title. He won that one going away. It was the open title. He won the 1939 New York Golden Gloves Tournament of Champions. He won the 1939 Inner City Golden Gloves Tournament, the 1940 New York City Golden Gloves Tournament, Daily News Tournament, 1940 New York Daily News, Gold, Daily News uh, Tournament of Champions, I mean, holy cow. And then he capped things off in 1940 with his uh, last amateur contest, a Golden Gloves tournament, inner-city Golden Gloves tournament in New York City. He won that at 135 pounds. Wow, that's pretty amazing. So that was his Golden Glove, his Golden Glove record. He lost one fight in the Golden Gloves. Man, what I would, what I, I remember when I lost my first Golden Glove fight. I lost my first fight. It wasn't in the Golden Gloves, but my heart was broken. I didn't fight for a couple of years. Stayed in the gym, but I didn't fight for a couple of years. Not that I was wrecked or ruined or anything like that. It's just like, man, this, 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 didn't, this didn't go the way I wanted it to go. No doubt about that. But Ray Robinson in at number two, and somebody says, some, some will say, you know, some of you critics, some of you historians will say, how can you rate him at number two? And with the list you went down so far, I mean, who if, if Walker Smith, if the good Sugar Ray, the great Sugar Ray Robinson, who Carmen Basilio beat, if, if Carmen Basilio beat him, and Carmen Basilio is not considered the greatest fighter in the world, okay, but he beat him, and Jake LaMotta beat him, and Jake LaMotta's not considered the greatest fighter in the world. So how can everybody go across the board and rate Sugar Ray Robinson pound for pound the best of all time? Well, they just do. Because he, he won when he was winning, and he was, he was in his prime. He did it effortlessly. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of work behind it. I mean, Ray just went out there, 
Ray would box guys and then set them up for the knockout. That's the way it was done. You box the ears, set them up for the knockout. He took inferior opposition. He took them out. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, he didn't come. And listen, look at that record. I'll say it again, man. That's pretty amazing. Holy cow. 174 wins, 109 knockouts. 109 knockouts. Now, he retired in 1964. 1965, losing to Joey Archer. I think that was on television. Remember my father talking about that? He was, yeah, Ray Robbins is going to get beat tonight. And he never said that before. Ray, Dad never said that before. Ray Robinson was always the greatest fighter of all time. Better than Ali, all that kind of good stuff. Better than Cassius Clay, all those guys, okay? Better than Sonny Liston, you know, pound for pound. Yeah. And then when he lost in 1965, the old man said, he's done. He's done. He's old. He's done. Yeah, he was like 90 years old as far as a fighter was concerned. But if he, if he retired in 1965 and he started in 1940, man, that's 25 years of boxing, 174 fights, the training. You know, the stuff that he went through as far as the, the damage that was done to his body. I mean, Ray wasn't the, um, uh, how can I put this? He wasn't a brain surgeon per se, but you could see the residual effects starting to take their effects in, in, on him as far as different interviews were concerned. Much like you see older NFL players now that we know that they've got CTE. In fact, in, speaking of CTE, I'm going to tape, I taped a piece of um, Bob Costas on I think the, on, on CNN or MSNBC this past week, and I'll try to bring in next week, talking about concussions and sports, things like that, and how he thinks that football should be outlawed. Wow. Bob Costas thinking football should be outlawed. you got to be kidding me. Anyway, pound for pound, we went through the top nine guys. Huh. Muhammad Ali's in there. Floyd Mayweather's not. Why is Floyd Mayweather not in that top ten pound for pound of all time? How the hell can you say that? Pedro Fernandez... How can you say that? How can you say that? Well, I say it like this. When I look at the guys that that, 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 that Floyd Mayweather beat, mm, it was some good guys. He beat De La Hoya. Of course, that was a bit of a sl- uh, hug fest there when those two guys hugged each other for 12 rounds in that record-setting pay-per-view event back in 2007. I think it, it, it garnered 2.4 million homes. And, of course, both those guys talking about the knockout, and they, didn't feel, they were hitting each other on the arms. In fact, the late Johnny Boz, uh, uh, he thought that fight was a bit of a... It smelled. In other words, like like old fish. Like it might have the fix might have been in or something like that. That was Johnny Boz's feeling on that because these two guys went at it like those two guys, like two fighters back in the forties when the fights were tanked and they would just hit each other on the arms and try not try to do any too much damage. But you look at the rest of, of his career. I mean, he beat some really really good guys. I think his 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 win over Jose Luis Castillo the second time at one thirty five was amazing. The fact the fact that he beat here beat Jose Jesus Chavez here. In 2001, of course, uh, November the 10th. November the 9th, we had the Northern California Veterans Boxers Association dinner at the Elks Club in South San Francisco, California. So it was the night before of this HBO event, and we weighed people in the day before. So Floyd and all these guys were weighed in. And Roger Mayweather was my guest that night. I invited Roger Mayweather to come, and Roger came. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is that we talked about concussions earlier and things like that. Roger's in bad, bad, bad shape. He doesn't recognize anybody. He's in bed. He's just, I saw a picture of Floyd visiting him the other day. It's just not pretty. And I give all my, I give, I give it all to, to Roger Mayweather. He was a, he was a good guy. Um, not the most educated guy in the world, but he was a good guy originally out of Grand Rapids. Of course, moved to Las Vegas and won the championship and under Billy Baxter. I think it was a gambler. Billy Baxter, this gambler was his manager back in the day, but Roger was a good guy. We had good memories together. I would hit town 
we and we see each other in Reno. We go out together. We see each other in Atlantic City. We go out together. So we see each other in Vegas. We go out together. So it's just sort of cool. It's sort of cool. I had a good relationship with him, but he's in bad shape as I speak. As for Floyd Mayweather, fifty and zero. Of course, that last fight against Conor McGregor and Conor's pro debut there uh, that made a lot of money. But that, that's maybe should be an asterisk next to that. But fifty and zero. Manny Pacquiao. He beat Manny Pacquiao. Manny had one arm. Um, Saul Alvarez. He did beat. Canelo, back in the day when Canelo was young, that was the majority decision across the board. It means one judge had it even. But I got to tell you, you know, Saul Alvarez wasn't in that fight. He had two left feet, and Floyd just, like, danced circles around him. But you look at the rest of the guys that he's beat, Miguel Cotto, Shane Mosley, Juan Manuel Marquez, De La Hoya, Zab Judah. Does this make him the best fighter pound for pound in the world? It just doesn't. I think he's an opportunist. In fact, the, the fact that he kept bragging and boasting, and I hold this against him, but he kept bragging and boasting that I'm going to knock this guy out, I'm going to knock this guy out, and he hasn't knocked anybody out. And he knocked out McGregor. Before knocking out McGregor, I think he went uh, all the way to Sean Bay Mitchell in 2005. So he went 12 years. Take that back. He did knock out um, Ricky Hatton. I was there in 2007. So he went 10 years without a knockout, and all you boxing fans kept being conned by it. He kept buying those pay-per-views. What a bunch of knuckleheads. I just can't believe you guys bit into that. Anyway, the number one fighter pound for pound in the world we're going to get to that after the break. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, the American Forces Network. Hey, hey, happy veterans out there, all the veterans. You guys take care of us, male and female, both prior and current. I honor you right here. Happy Veterans Day 2017. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live from San Francisco. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home for a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 
Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Pedro, I'm going to thank you because for me, you are a legend, you know. You are a legend. Exactly. I read your articles uh, to Eddie, uh, uh, before 1999, 1998. And uh, I think you are the most... A special uh, boxing person for me, for me. Your articles were great. They were uh, historic articles. I'm a little nervous every time we talk. The great Lacus Cristal from Athens, Greece, the godfather of Greece. I kid you not, Lacus. Now, wow, we've done nine fighters pound for pound, the nine best boxers pound for pound, number 10 through number two. But who's number one? Well, number one turned pro back in 1968 at 122 pounds against a guy named Valentin Worrell. You know who I'm talking about yet? I'll tell you what. When he really sprang to prominence, of course, he was learning on the job, didn't have much of an amateur career. But we sort of, he just started rocking and rolling when he came to prominence back in 1970. I'm talking about when he beat Ernesto Marcel. Of course, Marcel considered a great fighter down there in South America, one of the greatest fighters ever up to that point. I mean, a great, great fighter, but he beat him, and he was just a baby. I'm talking about Roberto Duran. Pound for pound, I think the best fighter in the history of boxing. 103 wins, 16 losses, four stops, stopped four times, had 70 KOs. Let me go through his record for you, of course. He went to like 70, what, 72-1 and when he fought. Was he 73-1 and when he fought Ray Leonard back in 1980? Of course, lost that one fight. To Esteban De Jesus did not avenge that fight once. He avenged it twice. He beat the snot out of De Jesus not once but twice. Almost like, yee. that was it was brutal what he did to De Jesus, especially the third time at Caesar's Palace, the indoor arena. Uh, back, wow, what was it? Can you believe that that time really flies? That was 1978 or 1979, off the top of my head. But Duran beat guys like. Or, uh, Edwin Verrouet, good fighter. I mean, these are all good fighters. And Ray Lampkin, when he knocked out Ray Lampkin on TV, I remember when he said Ray Lampkin was going, was knocked into a coma, and Ray and Duran said something like, next time I'll kill him or, you know, something like that. Of course, the interpreter didn't say that. The interpreter said, oh, we wish Ray Lampkin the best after Duran said, next time I'm going to kill him or send him to the morgue, something like that. So Duran was not the kindest guy in those post-fight interviews. I mean, his translation wasn't really translation per se. So we move on. He's got the World Junior Lightweight Championship all wrapped up. I mean, he ends that, of course, with the uh, win over Esteban de Jesus, of course, back in 78, as I said. Stopped him in the ninth round, I believe. And, of course, fought very wet, 
Fought Monroe Brooks at 140. Fought Jimmy Hare at 140-147. Moved up, beat Palomino at 147, the former welterweight champion. Of course, beat Seferino Garcia, who I wasn't all that impressed with as far as that fight's concerned. Went through a guy named Wellington Wheatley. Went through him. And then, of course, stepped up with Sugar Ray Leonard, who just a few months earlier had beaten Wolfram Benitez for the World uh, Welterweight Championship. He beat Ray Leonard, Ray Leonard the first time. Ray was 27-0. Roberto was rocking, baby, 73-1. and That one loss to Jesus avenged not once but twice. So he came back, and he lost to Ray in the second fight, the no-moss fight when Ray was climbing around with him. Of course, he came back in 81, half-heartedly, fought a couple guys, got in decent shape for Luigi Minchillo, had still had a little tire around his waist. Nino Gonzalez fought Benitez and lost to Benitez in a 50-round decision, sort of a... Not not inspired not inspired performance by Roberto Duran. I couldn't say it, but maybe Benitez has had his number. So in his next fight, he lost to a guy by the name of Kirkland Lang. Whoa, 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 who was Kirkland Lang? Some stiff. Anyway, Kirkland beat him. He wasn't in shape, and he got hustled, out-hustled. But he came back. He won against Jimmy Batten in 1983. He was matched with Pepino Cuevas at the, the, uh, the sports arena in Los Angeles. I was there. It was a fourth-round knockout. It was an amazing fight. While well, it went back and forth, Cuevas hit Duran on the chin with his left hook that he had knocked out so many guys and broke four or five jaws. And guess what? Roberto just stood there and stared at him. And, of course, Duran went in to win the 54-pound championship, beating Davey Moore back in 83. Took Marvin Hagler the 15-round distance back in 1983. Of course, almost beat Hagler. Was winning after uh, 12 rounds. Went with Tommy Hearns. Got knocked out by Hearns. Came back a few ice later. Won another championship. Guy was amazing. He beat Iran Barkley for the title. Lost to Ray Leonard in a rematch, a third fight back in 1989. All in all, Roberto Duran retired after losing to Hector Macho in the year 2001. Pound for pound, the greatest ever. 103 wins, 16 losses, no draws. You tune to Ring Talk live worldwide. That was my pound for pound top boxer list of all time. My name is Pedro Fernandez, your host of Ring Talk live worldwide. Saturdays and Sundays. 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Sports Byline, SB Nation Radio Network. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. President Trump is walking back comments inferring he believed Russian President Vladimir Putin over U.S. intelligence leaders about Russian meddling in the 2016 election. He said it's very important to have good relations with Russia. I feel that having Russia in a friendly posture as opposed to always fighting with them is an asset to the world and an asset to our country, not a liability. He said he isn't going to contradict Putin in public. I'm not looking to stand and start arguing with somebody when there's reporters all around and cameras recording and seeing our conversation. The president expressed his trust in U.S. intelligence and said he stands with the agencies. Earlier, Trump told reporters he believed Putin when he said Russia didn't interfere in the U.S. presidential election. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow. And like all of you out there, I had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. I would flip-flop all night long. I would wake up with a sore neck, maybe a headache, or feel like I needed a nap even though I slept eight hours. When I invented my pillow, I wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. 
I do all of my own manufacturing right here in the United States. I have a 10-year warranty. You can wash and dry my pillow, and I give you a 60-day money-back guarantee so you have nothing to lose. By using promo code USA, Mike will give you 50% off of two MyPillow premium pillows and two Go Anywhere pillows. Call 800-951-8175 and give the promo code USA or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code USA to get this unbelievable offer. Alabama candidate Roy Moore is saying to be attacked for allegations of sexual misconduct contradicts his entire career in law. I have not provided alcohol beverages to a minor. I have not been guilty of sexual misconduct with anyone. These allegations came only four and a half weeks before the general election on December 12th. Why now? Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and other Republicans have asked Moore to step aside in the Senate race. Former Democratic presidential candidate Bernie Sanders says the victory for Democrats last week was a rebuke of President Trump. I do believe that in many ways the election on Tuesday was a referendum on Trump and the American people very clearly said no. We're tired of the divisiveness of Trump. The Vermont Independent tells CBS's Face the Nation the American electorate very clearly said we're tired of his policies designed to give tax breaks to billionaires. This is USA Radio News. Hi, my name is Kip Harridge, and I'm the founder of the Vertical Research Advisory, or VRA. After 15 years on Wall Street, I founded the VRA in 2003, my daily investment newsletter that's been crushing the market for 14 years. I tell you what to buy and when to sell and take profits, and I only target stocks that have the ability to rise by 50% or more. For the first time, we're offering a free two-week membership. Simply go to VRAinsider.com. you also get my new book, Crash Proof Prosperity, Becoming Wealthy in the Age of Trump. Join us now at VRAinsider.com. My name is Tim Berg, out at Phoenix International Raceway, gathering some of the sights and sounds this Veterans Day weekend. I had with Joey Logano, the 22 driver of the Pennzoil Ford, and I asked Joey his thoughts on what it means to be racing out here this weekend with it being Veterans Day weekend. Yeah, it's special. Anytime, uh, I think any way we can honor our, our military is what's the most important thing, you know. And, um, you know it's nice that the sport takes a minute to to stop and recognize uh, our military, not just this weekend, but every week, because it's really the reason why we race, the reason why we can race, is what I should say. The happiest place on earth wasn't so happy for about a dozen visitors to Disneyland. Lisa Campbell reports. Yet Disneyland disinfected after a dozen came down with a lung infection. Legionnaire's disease is caused by exposure to contaminated water or mist. The Orange County Health Care Agency says there haven't been any new cases in nearly a month and a half. Most of those who fell ill visited in September. Nevertheless, two cooling towers have been shut down and they're being swabbed and cleaned for a third time. Just in case, Lisa Campbell. The latest Disney Marvel superhero movie remains at the top of the list in U.S. and Canada. Thor Ragnarok earned an additional $57 million this weekend at the box office. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. 
Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. 800-949-8707. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Definitely like the way I'm moving today. No doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two here of Ring Talk. Of course, coming to you from the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am the reigning, the defending, the often imitated, but never duplicated heavyweight champion of the radio race. Having 34 years of radio presence, I can say that sort of speaks for itself. But the bottom line is we have open phone lines around the planet. You can join me. The show is partly yours if you want to take part. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we're talking UFC, MMA in this hour primarily, of course. But I will delve into the world of pro wrestling probably in the close of this hour and a two. So if you're not a pro wrestling fan, you probably don't want to hear that close. Because I'm going to blow up Eli Drake, the Global Force Wrestling Champion, of course. I know, I know, wrestling is rigged. Wrestling is choreographed. You know, but the bottom line is, those guys are great athletes, and I think Eli Drake is probably the best guy as far as on the mic's concerned I've ever seen outside of the great one, Rowdy Roddy Piper. So as far as the UFC is concerned, we'll talk about the UFC 217, of course, one week ago in the rearview mirror, of course, eight days ago now, uh, GSP, George St. Pierre. He's back, man. I mean, what can I say? He came out and he ragdolled Michael Bisping. It was supposed to be the other way around. Supposed to be the other way around. Michael Bisping, the bigger guy, having like a 20-pound weight advantage. Natural. You thought he was going to be able to go in there and impose his will, but he couldn't. GSP was the winner, and GSP deserves props. GSP, can I say, man, you are the man, no doubt about that. I mean, I dogged him winning all those fights by decision, but yet in one fight, he made me a GSP fan. I was not a GSP fan at all. Not at all. Then he beat Michael Bisping. He got my respect. Speaking of respect, wow, there was UFC card, of course, on the, uh, we'll talk about the results of the latest UFC card. It was on Fox Sports 1. Dustin Poirier in the main event, baby. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. 
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Avantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Avantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a 15 $100 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Your new landscaping looks amazing. Who did you use? I found a great local pro on HomeAdvisor. Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. It's really easy to use. I just put in what I need, and then they connect me with background check pros who can help. Did you find your painter there, too? Yep. I use HomeAdvisor for everything. How much does it cost? It's free. And check it out. I can even book an appointment online. That's so easy. How did I not know about HomeAdvisor? Go to HomeAdvisor.com now or download the free app. HomeAdvisor! Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. That is just a fact of life. Great Sean Ricker, baby. You know him as Eli Drake. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, Dustin Poirier. Man, I had a lot of, I mean, I thought this guy was going to be like the next coming of, well, you know, the, the next coming. Because there's always guys coming. I mean, I really thought he was going to rock and roll. And, and of course, he had a couple of um, a couple of stalls in there, but man, last night he destroyed the former lightweight champ. I'm talking about Anthony Pettis. He just destroyed him. I thought he broke him like in the early 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 part of the fight. He was just broken down. I mean, he was just it was just an amazing amazing event. And when you look at the fact that Fox Sports won, okay, and Anthony Pettis and Dustin Poirier is probably a darn is a darn good five round main event. 
probably be a five-round main event on any pay-per-view. It is really that good of a card. These two guys, former lightweight champion, former a guy uh, right on the doorstep in Dustin Poirier. I mean, something's going to give. Something's got to give there. And something gave, and it was Anthony Pettis giving. I mean, Pettis now, wow, former lightweight champion, lost at 145. Memory dropped down to, or tried to drop down to 145 from 155 pounds. And, of course, he lost his title to Rafael Dos Anjos, which was a bit of a surprise to me, but not to Zach Attack Young. Because Zach says, hey, man, the guy can't wrestle. The, guy's, the guy doesn't do well on the ground, and he was right. So Pettis lost his title, and a bit of a stunner to me. Yeah, but, you know, I get surprised all the time. This is the world of MMA. Surprises are the norm. Okay, But Pettis, a loser last night to Dustin Poirier, TKO'd. They called it a rib injury. He tapped in the third round, 208 in, but... I'm telling you, man, the beat down that the beat down that Dustin Poirier put on him, it looked like like one of those matches in the old days when the Sheik of uh, of wrestling, I'm talking about uh, Ed Farhat out of Detroit, Michigan, would take a razor blade and cut his head in three or four spots and have blood all over the place, okay? Because that's what Anthony Pettis looked like last night. Of course, Pettis now, um, not a. It's time to go. It's just, it's, he's 27, he's had 27 fights, he's won 20 of them, he's lost seven, but it's, it's just time to go. He can't win at 155, and he can't win at 145 because he can't make the weight at 145. So he's basically done. He's been exposed. Guys have realized that he can't work on the ground. Anthony uh, Rafael Dos Hanos definitely proved that. And since then, he's sort of been a, uh, going to say, a, 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 a lackluster ex-champion. Bottom line is he got drilled last night in the second round. Take that back to the third round, 208 in. Matt Brown won a welterweight contest over Diego Sanchez. It was a KO with an elbow. Elbow, KO elbows. Oh, God, you get knocked out with an elbow. That's sort of like, you know, knocked into another time zone. You know, people don't realize it. But you sit out here and you watch, like, a guy get knocked out on TV. uh, And you think, well, you got knocked out. And the guy got up and he walked away and everything was fine. But what happens if he has a, a whistle in his ear for a month or maybe two months or he has a headache? I mean, Fighters have all these different maladies, but they don't they don't fess up. They just don't fess up. They're fighters. They're not supposed, you know, not supposed to talk about little weaknesses that most guys just don't do it. Anyway, Matt Brown, Diego Sanchez, Diego Sanchez, a loser with a KO, baby, three forty four into the opening round. Andrew Arlowski, remember him? Double A former USC heavyweight title holder, beat Junior Albini with a unanimous nod across the board, thirty twenty seven. Said two of the judges means three rounds of zip. Other judge had it two rounds of one. Mm, am I impressed? Not really. Arlovski's got that chin, man. Test that chin. Cesar Ferrara in a middleweight bout, 185, defeated Nate Marquardt. I can't believe Nate Marquardt's still fighting. He's got to be older than Scott Cuddy. And the decision was across the board, two rounds of one, 29-28 on these scorecards. That was at middleweight. Catch weight, 138. Guess what? Don't miss the weight. If you're supposed to come in at 136 to give you an extra pound, then just go down and make the weight. Matthew Lopez didn't make the weight. Got knocked out in the third round. Had to give up 20% of his purse as well. The winner, Rafael Asunejo. Bottom line is, the fight was at 138.5, a catchweight fight. Clay Guida, one of the UFC veterans, beat another UFC veteran. Talk about battle of the old-timers, guys. This is what I thought was, should have been like the geezers. They should have put this fight at Caesars Palace to call it the geezers at Caesars because Clay Guida and Joe Lazone have got to be like 90 together easily. Anyway, the opening card, of course, that was on Fox Sports 1, and the opening bout was on Fox Sports 1, 2, as well. Of course, they didn't make you switch back and forth. Take the back. It was Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1. Why did they do this? I don't know. But the card started out on Fight Pass. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 fights in all. 
and some of the uh, the five pass winners. A little, little bit of a stunner here, I think. Sage North Sage Northcut was a winner as far as beating uh, Mikael Quijones. That was a thirty to twenty seven route across the board in a lightweight bout. Um, women's strawweight bout. Tatiana Suarez, she was a winner. Marlon Morse was a winner in a in a male bantamweight bout. Beat a former contender in John Dodson with a split decision. Um, guess what? Two judges had it for Morales. Morales, I mean, thirty to twenty-seven, meaning three rounds of zip. The third judge had it thirty to twenty-seven for John Dodson. Eee. tough to be the the odd guy out there, especially if you know uh, Marlon won the fight. I didn't see the fight, but if you knew Marlon won the fight and you're the odd guy out there, probably 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 time to take your license. Probably time to make you big, go back and take a seminar. And why can I say that? Because I am a certified judge with the Association of Boxing Commissions here in the United States of America. So I can talk that kind of smack. Other guys, they can't. Um, Looking at the rest of the card, not all that impressed, really. Of course, that was a pretty good card all in all. Lots of fights. Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports, Fox Sports 2, USC Fight Pass. They pass it around as far as the signal, the TV signal is concerned, which I think is a bad thing to do. But they do it, and they get away with it. Now, uh, we're going to go to an early break here, folks. We're going to get in deep, of course, the USC 217. USC 217, rock and roll from the mecca of boxing. MSG, baby! Madison Square Garden, which is coincidentally across the street from the Hotel Pennsylvania, where I... I can't tell you the stories I had at the Hotel Pennsylvania, but just think, just think, Pedro and Bliss. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, not from the Mecca of Boxing, the Mecca of Beautiful Cities, San Francisco, California, baby. Ring Talk Live Worldwide and SB Nation and Sports Byline Radio. Starting it off, right there, rock you. Sent to go. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free Page Publishing new author submission kit. One quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for prescription drugs? Well, we have great news. Now you can finally get prescription drugs at huge discounts from Canada Drug Center. That's right, the most popular drugs for cholesterol, high blood pressure, depression, diabetes, arthritis, and many more are now up to 75% off. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices when you can get brand name drugs at the lowest price? Call today and get up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs. Never pay high prices again. Get the most popular drugs at huge savings from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem. Prices are so low you do not need benefits or insurance to get all your prescriptions fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting to take your call now. Order today and get free shipping. Just call 800-950-1180. Up to 75% off all the popular brand name prescription drugs and free shipping. Call 800-950-1180. That's 800-950-1180. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Peace up. A-Town. Now more brain talk with Pedro Fernandez. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. 23 minutes past the hour. This is Ring Talk live worldwide emanating from the World's most beautiful place, baby. I'm looking out the window here. I can see, actually, you can see my producer, but you can see Fisherman's Wharf. You can see on one land, you can see, like, the Golden Gate Bridge, the seventh wonder of the world before Andre the Giant came to life. But I kid you not, there's beautiful scenery here in the city by the bay, San Francisco, California. If we can only get a sun lamp in the studio, I'll be happy. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Can I get a sun lamp? You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 1-800-878. I want my 10. You want 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 Seven five seven. Now we look in the rearview mirror. Of course, one week ago, eight days ago, Michael Bisping, of course, lost the world middleweight championship. Of course, to the great GSP George St. Pierre. I mean, man, that was a bit of a stunner. As I said earlier, I expected. I really expected. I really expected. <sighs> I expected Michael Bisping to whip on George Pierre. I George St. Pierre. I just didn't think that George St. Pierre, as old as he was, I mean, he looked like he was like even though. Uh, Bisping was a little bit older than him. He, he looked old. He had that look in his face. He looked like, like a bus driver, like Manny Pacquiao. It doesn't look like a fighter anymore. It looked like a, like a bus driver. But, you know, looks are deceiving. Old guys, old legends, old icons, they get their act together, baby. And, and he got his act together. He weighed in 184 and a half pounds, which scared me at first because I'm of the notion, like the great Ray Robbins when he fought Joey Maxson for the World Light Heavyweight Championship in the early 50s, he he was a middleweight champion back then, but he only weighed in like 162, 163 pounds, somewhere around there, to fight maximum at 175. He lost all kinds of weight during the fight. 
In fact, he was seeing things. He lost so much weight as far as the water was concerned. It was 110 degrees. So he probably should have had that extra weight on him. But Ray Robinson didn't have that night. Anyway, George St. Pierre shows up with a 185-pound body. I mean, it was legit. He had a pretty good-sized body. I was impressed. I took off his shirt and said to myself, man, this guy looking okay here. Anyway, especially up against Bisping, who was a naturally bigger guy, probably about 20 pounds bigger. But, but, you know, size, I know, size matters in porn and the USC and combat sports. To an extent, I guess, football too. But um, tonight, that night, size didn't matter. Eight days ago, size didn't matter. It was the, the caginess, the craftiness, the 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 octagon, the intelligence, the, I mean, this guy's just a smart, smart guy, and I'm not a big fan of his, and I wasn't a fan of his before this fight at all. I wouldn't walk across the street to see George St. Pierre fight. It says, I have to report on it. That's all. He never impressed me. 15 decision wins and 25 or 26, uh, 26 wins just didn't, just didn't, just didn't get me going. If you're such a great fighter, you should be putting these guys away, not beating them up for five rounds, okay? Anyway, St. Pierre came back for the first time in like four years, Fought last 170 pounds, came back at 185, 184.5, the official weigh-in, and he beats Michael Bisping, stops him in the third round, and makes him submit. And it was a hell of a fight. I mean, it just was. I mean, Bisping was in it because of the size, but it was pretty apparent early on that GSP did not come for a payday. In fact, for the 18,201 people in attendance, they rocked. They spent $6.2 million. Let me go through the card before I bring in Dana White to get his review of the card. George St. Pierre defeats Michael Bisping before he takes the title. A rear naked choke in the third round, 423 in. T.J. Dillashaw, the comebacking ex-Bantamweight champion, now the Bantamweight champion once again. Cody Garbrandt made an error, and he paid desperately. Got knocked out in the second round, 241 in, loses the Bantamweight championship. A lady we'll hear from just a little bit later in segment four of the show tonight, Rose Nahumanis, of course, the world women's strawweight, 115-pound champion, knocks out the best fighter in the minds of a lot of people in the world of mixed martial arts, be it female and male. Joanna J. Wow. Knocked out Joanna J in the very first round. 303 in. Captures the women's 115-pound world championship. And Stefan Thompson winner over Jorge Masvidal. And last but not least on the pay card, Paula Costa, who came in at 10-0 with like nine knockouts, left at 11-0 with 10 knockouts after knocking out former champion Johnny Hendricks. Not only, not only could Johnny's parents not spell it at birth, J-O-H-N-Y, and not two N's as far as his first name was concerned, they were dumb enough to allow him to go into this fight. In other words, Johnny, you should have known. Fighting a guy that was younger than you, like almost a decade younger, 10 wins, 9 knockouts, you were going to get starch you did in the second round, 123 in. Those, those are the results. Let's hear what Dana had to say as far as the card was concerned. Here with UFC President Dana White after a crazy night of fights at UFC 217. You put these cards together, they look good on paper. And then you get nights like this. I mean, how are you feeling after UFC 217? Yeah, it's, you know, there's something about the garden, you know what I mean? Every time we come here, it's amazing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what happened tonight is just another example of what makes this sport so exciting. I don't care what kind of an expert you are or you think you are, you never know what's going to happen. I got some fight predictions wrong this evening. <laughs> so let's talk about you, that. You and everybody else. <laughs> let's talk about the main event. George St. Pierre going out and choking out Michael Bisping, and he dropped him with a left hook as well. It had been four years since we had seen George St. Pierre. How do, what do you make of his performance? How do you think he looked? Yeah, it's, it's tough to come back uh, after a four-year layoff. Very few people have done anything like that. I thought George looked good tonight. You know, you, ha- you have to remember, Michael Bisping, people say that he's an easy fight. Show me an easy fight that somebody has had with Michael Bisping. He's never an easy fight. He's tough. He comes to win. He's very well-rounded. And, uh, and, and George looked awesome tonight 
So what now with George? We've heard that he has a plan. Is he back? I mean, is George St. Pierre back? What do we what do we make of him? He's your middleweight champion. What's what's next for George? Yeah, he's back. You know, what's what's next is uh, George versus Whitaker. Is there any other possible fight that we could see besides George versus Whitaker? Is that something you guys need to go back and discuss? Or that's I don't know. that fight's done. It's a done deal. What if he comes to you and says, you know what, middleweight was fun, but I'd like to go back to welterweight, and then I'd like to even drop to lightweight. I, I, want, I want that kind of, of run at the end of my career. What would you say to something like that? No, I'm not interested in that. You know, uh, when he came back, we had a plan, we had a deal, and that's, that's what we're going to do. And you've announced that pay-per-view event in February in Perch, Australia. Obviously, that's where Whitaker trains. Is that where you're, you're targeting the fight as of right now? I don't know. You know, obviously, you got to see how George St. Pierre is feeling, uh, you know, I don't know how the guy's feeling right now. So there's a lot of things that depend on whether that fight will happen soon. TJ Dillashaw comes back and reclaims his title against Cody Garber, and he had a tough first round. It looked like he was actually even saved by the bell in the first round. Yep. Just your thoughts on that fight in general. Yeah, awesome fight. I mean, what I expected. Both guys are super talented and uh, fast, and both have the power to stop a fight. Uh, and what made it even better was the storyline between those two and how much they hate each other. So where does TJ go from here? He and his team have been talking about they want to go to 125. That was discussed earlier this year. It's TJ Dillashaw, Demetrius Johnson. Is that a fight on your mind? I like it. I like it. I'm in. Is Demetrius in? Yeah. I, I haven't talked to Demetrius about it, but I'm sure he's in. And then last one, Ioana Young-Jacek. She came in uh, to this week trying to tie Ronda Rousey's record of six consecutive title defenses for a female it was Rose Namajunas' night, though. What was that performance like watching for you? Unbelievable. I mean, uh, you know, you don't see a lot of women have that kind of knockout power with that one punch, you know, like, like Rose did tonight, and especially uh, on somebody like uh, Joanna. It was unbelievable. Rose looked unbelievable tonight. Dominant champion like Joanna, of course she has to regroup a little bit, but does this situation warrant an immediate rematch, or do you think you'll, you'll keep the division moving on with, without an immediate rematch? I don't know. You know, there's obviously uh, a rematch in order. You know, uh, you know, Joanna's had the belt for the second longest in, in, in women's history, but um, we'll see. We'll see how this thing plays out. Dana White, of course, the president of the USC, the man that turned the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the entity that lost $35 million into a $4.2 billion entity. That's right. $4.2 billion bucks is what it was sold for. And if you, like, don't know what $4.2 billion is, figure it out this way. $4,200 million. I kid you not. $4,200 million. So we go back to USC 217. All in all, it was a pretty, gar- pretty good card coming to you from the Mecca of boxing. Of course, MSD, Madison Square Garden. Dana was high on that. Of course, he says great things happen when they go to the garden. All in all, the intrigue, the Bisping versus GSP intrigue, you know, that was really the, that was really the show. That was really the show. I mean, TJ Dillashaw knocking out Cody Garbrandt. Cody says he made a mistake. Maybe we'll hear from Cody a little bit later if we get some time. But, you know, TJ, he, he was ready. He was ready to rock. He came. He looked prime. People thought he was on Flintstone, Flintstone Vitamins. I don't know about that, but I tell you, TJ Dillashaw, Came to win, and he went with a knockout, as I said, 241 into the second round. Cody Garbrandt drilled, baby, the ex-Bannerweight champion. We're from the Rose Nahumanis a little bit later, but USC 217, as we look in the rearview mirror, a successful event. But they mentioned it there. I'm talking about USC 221. Robert Whitaker and GSP going to go down in September, take it back in February, maybe the 21st thing they were trying to say, February 21st in, um, in, in Australia. And you got to figure it out this way. It's going to sell like, 
the reason why Daniel was pushing this as hard as it was is that they want to get this guy in, uh, I'm talking about Mr. Whitaker, in with GSP. They want to do this. They want to do it in the stadium down there in Australia. They set up a great pay-per-view back here in the U.S. of A. In Canada, of course, GSP now, a, a, he's always been able to draw on pay-per-view. But now, with this win over Bisping, he's going to be hotter than ever, especially in his native Canada. So I'm looking forward to that. Of course, that's going to go down in September, but in, in February, excuse me, February. But is it, is it a fight that GSP really needs to take? I mean, think about that. I mean, if I was GSP, would I really be looking to take this? I don't know, and I'll tell you why. I think that, you know, I've come off this big win. There's no doubt about it. I mean, I've come off this big win. I beat Michael Bisping, but I'm not a middleweight. And Robert Whitaker is a guy that maybe can exploit the fact that I'm not a middleweight in size. He's 19-4 and four as a pro. He got stopped one time on a KO, one time on a submission, lost two decisions. Because I said, 19-4. and four. Uh, GSP, 26-2-1. I mean, why would GSP get into a match where he's physically oversized, maybe? And we're not talking about, you know, Michael Bisping was a an inferior wrestler, per se. He was inferior as far as wrestling was concerned. And GSP exploited that, okay? But Robert Whitaker is a young, in-his-prime type of guy. I really don't think that at the age of 36, 37 years old, however GSP is, I really don't think that's the fight he really needs to take. I think he needs to go back down to welterweight to take on Tyron Woodley, the current champion. Woodley says he'll fight him. Everybody wants to fight GSP. In fact, GSP was talking about, you heard in the interview there, they were pushing Dana, trying to say, you know, maybe he can make 170. Let him go back to 170. You know, he he accomplished this, this super task at 185, don't push the luck. It's sort of like the, the UFC has this death wish for all their fighters. I keep telling you, oh, you won this one? We'll put you in a tougher one next time. Oh, you lost this one? We'll put you in a tough one next time. I mean, there's never any easy fights. And there's got to be some easy fights in the world of, of combat sports. You can't just go out there and have all these tough fights all the time. But guess what? You don't last very long. You don't last very long. Your legacy, your longevity, longevity ain't going to happen. Because you're gonna get, because you're gonna get clipped. There's too many ways to lose in mixed martial arts. You get knocked out. You get, you know, be it knees flying, knees flying, elbows, all kinds of crazy stuff. Punches, okay. Submissions, all those different submission moves, okay. Wow, wow. What about decisions and, and disqualifications? There's all different ways to win in MMA. You can lose so many different ways, and it happens so fast that unless you're totally on top of your game and you never ever make a mistake a la Cody Garbrandt before he run into T.J. Dillashaw, you know, you're perfect. But once you make that error in the world of mixed martial arts, it was like boxing. Boxing, when I boxed, you didn't make that many errors because, how can I put this, it was only hands. You didn't have to worry about the feet and the knees and the elbows and that kind of stuff. You just had to worry about hands. It wasn't that tough. But when you've got hands, feet, elbows, you know, forearms, I mean, knees, it's crazy. It's crazy. All those different ways to lose and win in the world of mixed martial arts. That's why I think that GSP, God bless him, let him go back to 170. Let him go back to 170. Let him fight at welterweight again. Don't push the envelope with GSP. He's your icon. He came back. He did good numbers for you. Six and a half million bucks there in New York City. Okay? Give him his props. Let him do whatever he wants to do, Dana White. Dana White, you're not President Trump or Adolf Hitler. Although those three guys can be all, how can I put this? Take a walk and hold hands together. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide Open Phone Lines. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or, or, or the guilt-free text line. 415-275-7529. 
1613. That's 415 275 1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but baby, you already know that. Black Friday for a great deal on the floor you want, get a deal now and get it done before the holidays at Lumber Liquidators. Get wood look waterproof floors up to 46% off. All water resistant laminate is 10 to 29% off. Get all quick click engineered hardwood on sale and all easy to install bamboo on sale. More from 59 cents plus special financing and professional installation. Get a deal now and get it done before the holidays at your local Lumber Liquidators and LumberLiquidators.com. At Robert Half, we know finding the right employees is a job in itself, and it's a job we love. You see, Robert Half isn't just a staffing firm. We're people. People who believe in finding the right people to fit your company's needs. Because employees who are a good fit are more productive, more engaged. Finding a great candidate isn't easy. But at Robert Half, we know it's possible. Robert Half, the experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Learn more at roberthalf.com. The backyard's looking great, Rob. Thanks, man. I was planning on adding a deck, too. Know any good contractors? Why don't you just ask HomeAdvisor? Home what? HomeAdvisor.com. You just tell them about your project, and they match you with local pros that can do the job. Nice. How much does it cost? Oh, HomeAdvisor's totally free to use. Plus, you can read customer reviews, check pricing, and book appointments for free. What's the website again? HomeAdvisor.com. Or just download the free HomeAdvisor app. HomeAdvisor. Pooldog.com is the best place to buy billiard supplies online. In addition to having the guaranteed lowest prices and the largest selection of pool cues and accessories in the industry, Pooldog also provides unsurpassed customer service with free shipping on orders over $99, including to APOs, and a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. And be sure to use the code SPORTS at checkout for a 5% discount on your order. Give them a call at 866-843-3249 and sign up for a free catalog or go to Pooldog.com. That's Pooldog.com. The Lodge at Tiburon is steps from the ferry docks and nestled among Tiburon's upscale boutiques, charming cafes, and unique galleries. Dine at the award-winning Tiburon Tavern, serving innovative dishes prepared with ingredients grown in our very own gardens. Starting from $199 a night, join us at the Lodge at Tiburon and create long-lasting memories. For reservations, call 1-877-614-6068. Join us at the Lodge at Tiburon or go to lodgeattiburon.com. Here comes the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I wanted to do the right thing. That's Tower of Power, baby. With Larry Braggs on Lee. Larry Braggs now one of the lead singers for the Temptations. I kid you not. He went from like... 
Tower to Motown. Back to the old Motown, of course. Otis Williams, only the original, the only original Temptations member still alive. Otis and I talked a few years ago and talked about the old days with Eddie Kendricks and David Ruffin, man, and Paul Williams. I mean, the original Temps, they had it rocking and rolling, man. Wow, they were kings of soul back in the 60s, no doubt about that. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Well, you know, I was looking at a poll that the godfather Ron Barr here, godfather of the network here, Ron Barr himself, of course, uh, he did a poll this week. It says, should sports betting, should sports gambling be legalized in the United States? So 59% said yes, 41% no. Who the hell were the 41% that said no? I mean, why would you want, why would why would gambling not be legal? If marijuana is legal in one, two, I mean, marijuana is legal in a lot of states. I can't even count them. They're, they're going crazy, okay? So marijuana is legal, but betting is it? So you can't bet? But so so what you force people to do is you force them to go up to Bavada.com or some of those websites where they have to bet like online through the Bermuda or the Bahamas or something like that. And they get a check from China a couple of months later or something. You know, that's not cool. I mean, how much money are you running away from the U.S. government? How much money are you running away from? I mean, be serious. You realize the marijuana thing. Well, that will raise a lot of money. Now, how much money does marijuana raise? Well, you people in Denver, you know what I'm talking about for the 14th month in a row, you have sold over $100 million worth of marijuana a month. $100 million a month. Holy cow, they're smoking some weed in Denver, no doubt about it. What I'm trying to say is, though, that weed's legal, but but betting on sports, is it? It's a little sick. A little, listen, it's sad. It's just that, you know, we're so... So colonial. What I mean by colonial is like it's back in the colony days. We've got these colonial ideas like sex shouldn't be for sale. Right? You can't sell sex. You know, you can't sell that. Women can't sell sex. But you can do it in a couple of counties in, in Nevada where it's legal and things like that. Come on, man. Be serious. Talk about civil rights. That's one right there. A woman should be able to do what she wants with the body. A guy should. If I'm a stud, if I'm a gigolo and I can make money with my body, it shouldn't be illegal. Not that I've ever done it, but it shouldn't be illegal. It just shouldn't. Cuddy, he's done it. It shouldn't be illegal. It just shouldn't, okay? And betting on sports shouldn't be illegal either. And what they do is they force you to work with guys that are bookies. You've got to call guys on the phone. Like, you know, back in the days, you used to call a guy. He just goes, hello. And you would tell him, yeah, I want Green Bay minus five for 550. And then you go, 550, Green Bay minus five. Your number, X244. And then, you know, your bet was made. And then a couple weeks later, you know, or a week later, if you won or you lost, you either paid up or you or you got paid. That's the way it's done. It shouldn't be that way. You should be able to bet on almost every corner. And why do I say that? I'm not big on gambling. I'm not a gambler per se. And I work for a number of casinos, most most notably the Imperial Palace Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, when I was a radio and television spokesperson for the better part of a decade. So when I went to work at this casino, this old guy named Ralph, he, I can't remember his name, but he owned the casino, an old German dude. And he sat me down. He goes, Fernandez, do you gamble? I didn't know what to say. I mean, we're in a casino, right? Uh, no, sir. He goes, good, because I just have you sign your check over to me. You know, if you, nobody wins here gambling, kid. Nobody wins. These, are, these people, they think they're going to win, but nobody wins. And he said to me, so he taught me how to gamble in his own casino and win. What did he say? He said, you play 20 bucks, Pedro. You bring 20 bucks with you, and you play the 20 playing blackjack, and if you win on the 20, you keep going. If you lose on the 20, you stop. That's just it. $20 in or out, okay? Instead of the nights where I would used to get, you know, have a few drinks, my tuxedos after doing pay-per-view broadcast, things like that in Vegas, I would find myself 
with the limo parked outside, you know, chicks at the gambling table, the whole nine yards. And I go home the next day, I'd make three grand, right? Three grand that night. Guess what? I go home with like 400 bucks. I kid you. That's, that's when you, that's the partying heavy type of thing. You know, like the limo drives you, takes you back to your hotel like at 530. And you look at the clock, you say, yeah, you know what, man, just stick around here. Take me to the airport an hour. I'm going home. You know, something like that. So it was party city. It just was absolutely crazy. But, but, but gambling wasn't a major part of my, my commuting in Las Vegas. I mean, I spent over a decade there commuting almost every weekend. And I didn't gamble per se. Because if you gambled, it was like me in my early days there losing my butt. Until I ran into, of course, the owner of the Imperial Palace Hotel, and he put me to work. And he told me, nobody wins here, son. You get lucky once in a while, but for the most part, nobody wins. Back to not winning. Rose Nahumanis was not supposed to win this past week, of course. I'm talking about the woman that challenged for the uh, the 115-pound championship. In fact, not only was she not supposed to win, she wasn't supposed to be competitive, per se. That was some people were saying, you know, this is going to be a rout. The Joanna J is going to, like gangster slapper and like you know just destroyer and because you know rose had like a six and three record coming in and that's like a 500 record in the world of mixed martial arts that's nothing great to go up against the pound for pound best female fighter maybe in the world enjoying the J, right well guess what rose she's trained by pat berry pat berry's been on the show in the past pat berry is a a uh a horror he said he was a vertically challenged heavyweight meaning he was short and fat. That's what he tried to say. A USC heavyweight had some notable wins, but had some really notable losses. Now he's a trainer per se, and he is the fiance of Rose Nahumanis. Now here's Rose unplugged via Fox Sports right after a big win last Saturday night. Welcome back to the post fight show. KB Kenflo T Wood, the All American here with the new strawweight champion of the world, Rose Namajunas. Thanks so much for joining us up here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh my goodness, what a <laughs> night! So much to get to, but Tyron, if you could please. Take us through the highlights of this incredible Let's do that. Tonight. Let's do that. And I ate my words tonight, guys, just so <laughs> you know. Um, Rose Namajunas came out today, and I thought she was really relaxed. I thought she was really composed. Joanna threw everything you can think of at her. She was relaxed with her jab. She threw her punches. Even if she got hit, she just showed that composure. It seems as if Joanna was a little bit tight. She wasn't throwing a jab like we normally see her throw. She countered with this punch, came through a hard left hook, when she got her down to the ground, she showed her pit bull finishing ability, punched her out, not only to a TKO, but Joanna started to tap the mat, which we never thought we would see. Congratulations. I have a question for you. What kept you What kept you composed and what kept you relaxed? Fighting in Madison Square Garden, won a champion that many people thought wasn't going to lose for a long time. What kept you relaxed? Um, so many different things. Uh, for one, you know, my coaches, Trevor Whitman, uh, Tony Basili, and, and Pat Berry, um, just always having my back. Uh, me having my own back has definitely been a, a big part of this fight, especially because of, you know, she's a Jedi master at mind control. So I had to really, um, you know, just ignore all distractions. Um, even they messed up my walkout song. There was just so many different things that I had to deal with. So I said to stay calm and just, uh, you know, go through my mantra of, you know, confidence, condition, composure, content, and be a champion. So, uh, yeah, I just kept telling myself, you know, just stay calm. Rose, I don't think anyone ever questioned your skills, but sometimes maybe you weren't as calm and composed as you wanted to be in previous fights. What was the difference? What do you attribute that to? Uh, Experience, time in, you know, I'm 25 years old. Now the champ versus 22. Oh, now first. she's just so old. <laughs> well, my first title fight was when I was 22 years wow. old. So, and that was my first fight in the UFC. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it really intense. And I had 
everything is opposite uh, leading up to this fight. You know, there's all these distractions. I got rid of a lot of distractions. I, you know, uh, just toned down the social media a little bit and not because I was trying to shy away from it, but I feel like right now, I, you know, there is just a lot of, um, you know, repetitive things that I didn't need necessarily to post, you know, like uh, what am I drinking? What am I, you know, my workouts and this and that. But I think also, I think it was, uh, I was doing my little mental warfare with uh, Joanna as well. So, you know. You hit it with I that won. Lord's Prayer. You definitely yeah. did. And yeah. I did it right when you were. I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing it every day. Lord's <laughs> Prayer <laughs> right now. Heck yeah. You just showed so much mentally, so much mental toughness throughout this whole thing. I kind of, yeah. I could relate knowing what it's like to go against the whole world and everybody doubting you. Yeah. And you have to tune it all out and just have this crazy laser focus and just yeah. keep your team around you and keep positivity around you. And yeah. with all the antics that Joanna was bringing to the table, to go out there and have the confidence that you do in, a sta- in the standing position, especially mm-hmm. with Joanna being who, who she is, everybody had her as the scariest girl in the world. Yeah. It was just a, it was amazing to watch. And my question for you is this. Everyone knew you as the really awesome jiu-jitsu practitioner. Everyone yep. was worried about you being so dangerous on the ground. Can she get her down? She's a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. But to, to go out there and just stand up with her, was that yeah. what was the game plan? Um, I think a lot of girls was so desperate to take her down that, um, you know, it almost they would drain their energy immediately trying to take her down. And I, my game plan always going into every fight, no matter who I'm fighting, is punch them in the face, take their back, and choke them out. And if I can do it and get, it, get the job done before then, you know, uh, I'll do that, but uh, and the opportunity will prevent present itself. You know, Sorry. Rose, uh, you mentioned this when you were on The Ultimate Fighter. Everybody kind of expected you to win, actually, at the end because you had done so well on the show. Uh, and now coming in here as an underdog, you just flipped the script on everybody. What did Trevor say to you after the fight? Uh, because you all seemed so calm and composed, like, yeah, yeah. no big thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it's still going to settle in, you know. It, it's... it's uh, you know, afterward, he told me to, you know, uh, to go check on her, you know, and uh, that's what I wanted to do anyways. Uh, you know, she's a great champion, you know, uh, she I've learned a lot from her. Um, but for this week leading up to it, you know, I feel like or I should say when I first saw her step on the scene, I learned how to be a champion from her. And then this week, how she's handled herself, I feel like I've learned how to not be a champion. So, um, you know, I, re- I appreciate all the lessons I've learned from her and, and shared that octagon. Um, and I just, you know, I wanted to use that as an opportunity. I kept reminding myself the reason why I'm fighting, you know. Uh, if you have a good reason behind what you're doing, it, it gives you all the power. And, um, you know, I just want to just want to bring back the real, you know, honor and respect in martial arts, you know, and not, you know, we're doing our entertaining in the cage. You know what I mean? Like all this trash talking and stuff is great. And, you know, if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. But I want to try and set a different example or show that there's a different way. Rose, before I have my second question, I, I want to actually uh, congratulate you. You actually got performance of the night as well. Hey, so, hey, hey. Uh, Party well, Rose's house. I think that's well deserved. <laughs> what do you think? Is that well deserved? Yeah, sure. She's uh, gonna spend it on a puppy treat. I mean, yeah. we all know this. Let's be honest. Rose, what did you? What did you? What were you thinking after you knocked her down the first time? The first time, uh, I just tell myself to pull it back. Just pull it back. You know, don't get too uh, crazy. You know, I I just said my mantra. Like in in the fight, wow. which is, you know, what uh, is ridiculous. That uh, confidence, condition, composure, content. I'm a champion. Where are you getting this from? You're so young. Hey, hold on. You're, so, hold on. You're so mature. Honestly, yeah. it's unbelievable. Well, because to see. you know when uh, Joanna came out and you know said, kept saying that I was mentally unstable, and even just before we had the fight lined up, um, she you know would would talk about my mental state or something's wrong with her head. And at first, I was kind of like bugged by it, and then you know I was like, you know what, I'm gonna use this opportunity to you know you don't just train your body, you know I'm gonna just 
research it. I'm going to read some books, you know. I'm a, just because, you know, I do have a history of, you know, mental illness in my family, and uh, it, it, it's something that has torn my family apart, and so I wanted to try and get better at that, you know. It's just like mental illness isn't just, uh, it. you know, it's like if, if somebody has diabetes, you know, you can still change your diet and do things to, to help, you know, uh, combat that. So it's the same thing with mental illness. I think that, uh, you know, people don't really understand it. And so I, I use this fight to really try and get my head around it. And, you know, I discovered at the end of the day, we're all the same and we're all... Um, I'm pretty normal. We're all the same, except some of us have a gold belt now, which, of yeah. course, again, <laughs> yeah. begs the yeah. question, what is next for you? A lot of people might argue that Ioana, having been such a dominant champion, should get an automatic rematch. But when we look at the women at the top of your division, you have some uh, rematch potentials in there. You've got a lot of opportunities. What do yeah. you want to do next? Um, you know, I'll just have to get back with my team and kind of just, you know, I, I really want to just enjoy the holidays right now and then and kind of just, uh, you know, see see what's yep. next in my life and, you know, take one step at a time. Do you take the belt to Lithuania for a little holiday visit? Uh, that might be cool. I've never <laughs> been there in the winter time. So, and I haven't seen my family uh, from Lithuania in a long time. So it'd be it'd be good to get back there eventually. All right. Well, Rose, congratulations to you. Check it, man. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. She is the new women's strawweight champion, 115. Talk about Rose Nahumanis. And she talks smack because she backs it up, baby. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Nobody wants to get ripped off, broken into, or robbed, but nobody wants to pay a lot of money to have their home protected either. I've got an offer to tell you about to provide home security for your home. For a simple rate as low as $19.99 a month. For real, with no installation or equipment charges. And this is from a company rated number one by a leading consumer research company. According to the facts, most of you won't even call unless there's a burglary in your neighborhood or something bad happens. So let's give you a reason. Save money. For as low as $19.99 a month with no other costs, you can get your home secured. Plus, get a lifetime equipment replacement warranty. You need protection for your home. Call the Home Security Hotline right now. Call 800-587-4281. 800-587-4281. 
800-587-4281. Call now. That's 800-587-4281. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. I mean, it's enough to make your head explode. You know, I was, I was wondering, you know, if you could keep on because... You know, what, some of these crazy texts I get here, Pedro, vape or smoke? Whoa, California, that's coming from Denver. You know, you folks from Denver, we started this marijuana craze out here in California a long, long time before you guys did. So although you guys are selling all that weed out there, it can't be all the people from Denver. A hundred million bucks a month? All those people in Denver, Denver must be one stoned out city. Wow. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your host, Boston award-winning writer, four-time Golden Glove champion. Should I brag? Should I boast? No, it's not bragging and boasting when you're telling the truth. That's what my mama said. Anyway, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. airs Saturday and Sundays. Saturday an hour, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And, of course, Sunday, the two-hour edition, which you're listening to right now, hour number two, the MMA hour which airs at 11 a.m. Pacific time, that's 2 p.m. Eastern time, Saturdays and Sundays, right here on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio. Of course, straight up, I am the man, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio. I had a great time talking about the top 10 boxers in the world. Of course, that was our number one. And I think that I stunned a few people, and I got some some email. The fact that Floyd Mayweather wasn't in the top 10 pound-for-pound list, you guys you guys all freaked out on me there, man. Holy cow. I mean, talk about coming unglued. The Mayweather fans are like, like they want to kill me via text. Hey, the bottom line is, he don't make it for me. He don't make it. Hasn't knocked nobody out before Conor McGregor since 2007. Come on. Best fighter in the world? Wet dreams, baby. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. I thank you so much for tuning in tonight. This afternoon, this morning, wherever you happen to be listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, don't forget, we've been here 34 years, the longest running fight show in history. Other people talk to talk, I walk to walk. I am the man each and every Sunday and Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Till next time, peace, love, and a ton of respect for our veterans out there. Happy Veterans Day weekend!